inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Indeed we are, Al. Indeed we are. And that's exactly what it's like playing in the Hang Cup Fantasy Football League. Join myself and the Kamish, aka the Punt Returners, as we bring you the weekly ins and outs, ups and downs of our beloved Fantasy Football League and throw in some other good stuff along the way. Lace them up, it's time for kickoff. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Punt Returners. Brian, good to have you back. Johnny boy, we're back. And the fucking worst thing about it, again, is that we still cannot be in the same room together. This is dog shit. You would have thought, um, you would have thought when we were sitting here nutting out this little gem 12 months ago that we would have, uh, that by now, you know, we'd be all sorted. We'd be in our studio with our equipment Instead, we've had to, we're bloody using two mobile phones, don't even have the Zoom operating. We've gone backwards in our setup, if, if anything. Well, I thought like when we did the, the Christmas special um, and we, we, you know, gave it, well, you gave me some gifts, I gave you two cents of fuck all. But, you know, we got some microphones, you know, I felt like we were, you know, heading towards actually being a bit of a professional uh, outfit. But yeah, we've definitely gone backwards. Like I'm sitting here in a, you know, two by three room at my house away from the missus and the, the newborn child. So, yeah, it's just, it's it's not great. I'm, um, I'm the same. Look, I'm just fucking relegated to upstairs because Mel's on some Zoom trivia night trash downstairs. So, yeah, it's, um, like I said, we haven't, um, haven't really come leaps and bounds uh, in the off season. But um, do you know no, what, though? Disappointing. Do you know what, though? You say that, right? And, like, you think... I'll listen back to a couple of our episodes, um, uh, you know, like over the last few months or whatever, just because I've been uh-huh. bored on Spotify. And, um, yeah, people, you know, we think, oh, you know, we're running a real shit setup, like a real amateur hour. Mate, I listen to so many podcasts oh, yeah. just generally, and every time they get a guest, you know, over Zoom or, you know, even like, say, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show, for example, when he does his Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, mate, his audio is just always dropping in and out it stutters it like freezes i mean so this is like a full professional um you know gimmick where they're pouring probably tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars into and they're still fucking it up so i reckon just two blokes doing it over mobile phones and shit we don't go too too bad Nah, but we, we, we really started to hit our straps, obviously, when we could do it together. Real, um, yeah, get a few Last year, few you know, obviously in. we started off on Zoom and then we're lucky enough to sort of be able to do them together. But, yeah, it's just, I mean, I'm not going out and spending, you know, three to 400 on a microphone for, for a half an hour a gig once a week. So, yeah, our, our loyal listeners are just going to have to put up with this for the time being. Oh, I actually had a few um, few taps on the shoulder and like, uh, Oi, is the uh, punt returners coming back? Sort of questions asked this week. So people have been keen for the episode. So we better really? not disappoint. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Any, are you going to name names or are you just making oh, that up? No, no. Oh, uh, like on God, like I know, um, I know Stav, <laughs> fellow Packers, nah, Stav's very keen. One of the blokes, yeah. Benson in our other leagues, very keen for the punt returners to, uh, to come back. I know Crooks yeah. and Rick and 
Fooey especially, and also Jono Candy be waiting with bated breath for this thing to drop. So now nah, they're um I think they're into it, the boys. I reckon it'll be a bit of bit of good listening during these tough lockdown times, Brian. Yeah, I hope we can, you know, you know, give give guys, you know, half an hour to an hour just away from the the rat races they call it, John, and just, you know, hope that they can just, you know, we can put a smile on a few dials. That's still. it, that's it. Well, enough of the pleasantries. Should we? Uh, mm-hmm. Football's back, Brian. Fantasy football's back. It's all. Um, I hate them both. Like fantasy football and real football <laughs> can both get fucked at the minute. I what? definitely don't like real football. I mean, you've liked it more so than me over the last couple of years because you have had a somewhat decent team. But yeah, that 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 um, that round one or week one, sorry, display by the Packers was oh. disgusting. And we will. We will get into that with, in a bit of depth in a moment, but I um uh, just before we touch on the um the doesn't say the oval football, but that one makes sense here. Before we touch on the American football for a second, also a big mm-hmm. week down here for all those international viewers who might not be aware. We are recording from Australia, Melbourne mm-hmm. specifically, and yeah, yes. big week this week with the AFL Grand Final in or you know in. Just over a week's time, featuring uh, your mob, Brian, for the second time in yeah. what five years is it? It is, John. Yeah, we obviously won the flag back in 2016, and yep. um, you know we went on a bit of a dream then that year. And a few blokes have written written us off this year, and we seem to have um, hit our straps again. So you know there was there was certainly um, our good friend John O'Candy um, went on record to suggest that they weren't up to uh, even winning against Port last week. Um, and I don't know, I'm sure you know, our listeners over in the States didn't watch it, but the dogs absolutely smashed Port Adelaide. Um, and, yeah, and we're in the big dance next week. Unfortunately, can't go. Um, it's no one can go, yeah. It's over stadium there in Perth, and we've been locked out. So, yeah, I don't even know. what like, We can't even go around and watch the game with a mate. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, he Just will. Like, um, they are gonna they are gonna talk about obviously easing uh, restrictions yes. again this weekend, but it's not like you said. It's not going to be anything crazy where they're going to allow people to go to each other's houses to watch it. I think at best you might get a couple of people in a park, uh, maybe crowded around a little iPad or something. Oh God, I'd rather watch it in the lounge room if that was the case. To be oh, perfectly honest, and especially because it's a night one as well. We've got the I think it's a seven fifteen. Well, the 7:15 curfew, bounce. yeah, there's still, we're still in a bloody uh, curfew. So, yeah, it's a 7:15 kickoff. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Who are you tipping, John, for the flag? I'm, you know, I'm actually very torn. Like, it's it's two teams. Like, I think this is the first grand final in genuinely forever where mm-hmm. you can't, like, no one can hate either of the teams. Like, you no. look at, like, you go to, like, seasons past and, you know, most Victorians don't like the interstate team that's in there. You know, for the last few yep. years, most Victorians, if you're not a Richmond supporter, didn't really want yep. Richmond winning. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, the first, yeah, yeah, it's the first year that, like, both the Doggies and the Demons, I can't think of anything flat or crap about any of them. Like, obviously, if you guys win, um, being a Collingwood supporter, I would genuinely like to see Chalor get a flag. I think it was mm-hmm. pretty shit the way like we treated him and sort of kicked him out the door at the end of last year. That was pretty bad, and he seemed to have yeah. done nothing wrong. He was always, you know, a good player and everything for us. So I'd like to see Trelaw get one. 
you know, guys like mm-hmm. Bont and all of that, um, get another one. That'd be good. Uh, yeah. De- if, even Demons, like, I got nothing. Like, um, Maxi Gorn seems like he'd be a ripping guy. You know, guys like Petrarca, um, Oliver and all that, they've been killing it this year. So, yeah, like, if, maybe, if, if, anything i was maybe leaning towards melbourne because i'm like mm-hmm. they haven't won one in forever so let them get one but then i really want yeah. Trelaw to get one so i think i'm more i think i've got my foot more in the doggies camp right i think i'm with your mob for next yeah, weekend that's, i appreciate that and you were honest in 16 John, I, was, and I do appreciate i was you. on you heavy you know, in 16 you did uh, like ask me a couple of years in a row to hand the premiership back, so you know I won't forget that. But I'm glad that you're back on board. Yeah. Um, surely just one bloke to touch on in the Melbourne side who there's no way anyone in the AFL community can like him. Is that Bailey Fritch? Doesn't he just oh. have a head that just you just look at it and you're just like fuck you. You cannot be a good bloke. I yeah, there is something about him that stinks a little bit. Um, yeah. He actually reminds me of one of our mates who is the complete opposite. Like our mates, like he's a ripping guy, um, mm-hmm. but just, just yeah, I don't, it's just something about he just looks like him. He's he's got the same sort of hair and that. Just every time I see him, I think of this dude. But um, yeah. like I said, they, they yeah couldn't be more opposite because that guy's actual an actual ripper. But um, yeah, yeah, but like I don't know, it's still not enough. That wouldn't be enough for me to not like the demons. You know, the still, team, yeah, that's as a fair. team. So. No, I think it'll be a ripping game. The um, the landlords versus the tenants, as I saw. I've heard that. Yeah, I've seen that bandy around the uh, the internet over the last uh, couple of days, John. But um, you know, I do want to give a quick shout out. Um, obviously, it will be a big game in the Galvin household, with obviously my mother being an absolute fruit loop when it comes to the demons. So. You know, one of us is going to win a flag. Um, obviously, I prefer it to be the dogs, but um, I will be happy for my mother if they do, you know, end up knocking us off. It will. Um, we had similar things in our household in 2010. Oh, yes, your mum's yeah, sick for the, the sicko for the Saints, and yeah. obviously Collingwood mean the old man in there. So that yeah. was an interesting... Actually, like, the first thing, as soon as, like, the game finished and I had a call from the old man, I thought, oh... It's going to be saying, you know, congratulations or, you know, oh, how, uh-huh. you know, how good was this? We finally won or something. Because him and me were both at the game but in different sections. Yep. And then the first mm-hmm. thing he said was just, now, look, don't fucking <laughs> rub it into your mother. Just leave her alone for a few days. You know what she's going yeah. to be like. Don't. So then I just couldn't speak to mum for like three days. And I remember when I did speak to her after about a week, something mm-hmm. – I didn't, I didn't even mention football. I said something – vaguely referencing the grand final and she yeah. just went off. She's like, oh, here we go. You've been waiting. You've been sitting on it for a week. Now you're going to be a fucking smarter and just lost it. Like, she's actually, she's a sicko when it comes to the Saints. It's that bad. Yeah, she She's actually sick for it, isn't she? Like, yeah, loves it. Not them. even, no joking around. She actually when, is. When we, like, when it was our wedding, like, when we got married a couple of years ago, she even said, because the Saints are playing on the next day, the Sunday, and she was even saying, she's like, look, if the Saints are, and she was trying to work out how she was going to maybe come to squeeze in maybe the first half of the footy, then come straight to the ceremony. Yeah, like, she loves them. It's it's wild. Absolutely wild. But um, it's, it's You don't see it too often, do you? Like, like passionate mothers who really love the football. Oh, it's great to see. But, yeah, I know my mum has actually started to lose the plot more in her older age with footy. Yeah, like, oh, 
So is mine. Like, she's always been into it, but yeah, like in her mm. later age, she's yeah, way worse, way, way worse. Yeah. But mm. um, anyway, enough so, about enough yeah, about mothers. And, on it. I will be interested to see who Candy. You know, obviously, you know, he bobs up here and there over the next week, but it's going to be interesting to see who, which side he puts his name to. It's going to be very interesting. We'll have to, uh, yeah, we'll have to follow that one closely. Um, we will. We speaking will. of speaking of Candy, though, he is. Uh-huh. Um, so let's you know wind it back to the um, to the American version. Speaking of yes. Candy, he has had a pretty eventful sort of couple of weeks on the fantasy front. He got the number one pick, which was uh, yeah, which, which is was very handy. good. Yeah. yeah. And um and a big week one win um as well, which again we'll touch on a little bit later as well when we talk about our league. But um, mm-hmm. did you want to maybe do a quick round the grounds NFL, all things NFL? You know, being obviously week one of the uh, the season as well. Yeah, well, like I thought it was a, it was nice to have football back to start with. I mean, it starts goes back to the Thursday game on the Friday our time, and you know the goat. Tom Brady, you know, what did he turn? How, what did he, was he forty three this year or forty four? I get, I get fucking old, in isn't he? Old, he's old. But I mean, you know, just the way he's still, he's still just got it, doesn't he? Like he, that that ball he threw to um, um, AB, like was just like it was just on point, wasn't it? It was almost it was- thrown too good that AB thought he was going to um, like actually not. He was going to underrun it. So that- yeah, I mean. That was a nice way to start the season. Um, that was a nice. The Cowboys. That was Dak, a nice throw. Dak, it was good to see Dak back. It was good to see Dak back. Just to, yeah, touching on your little Brady thing, and I know I've been criticised for being a big Brady hater and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. he never. I don't think he ever does anything fantastic, but he's not. He just doesn't. He does enough to get them wins, and mm-hmm. he he never really does anything horrendously bad. Mm. I like, agree. And that's what that game was like. That was actually a very good game to watch. It was I was um I was wrapped to see uh, Dak Prescott back after the obviously the injury last year. Then there was all the talk whether he was going to get um, get his bag or not. And he didn't eventually that's get right, the bag. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think he played. I think he played well. And like I hate to see it in a, from a Cowboys perspective because I hate the Cowboys. But um yeah, it was it was good to see him uh, playing well out there. Yeah, I, I just think, like, I, I always marvel that, you know, and I, I know, you know, modern medicine's pretty sharp these days, but, like, to have your leg repaired, and obviously we saw that bad leg injury in today's game from the bloke from the Giants, but... Sorry, guys, uh, first episode back, we had some technical difficulties there. So, just picking up, Brian, you were just saying how you marvel at um, modern medicine. Yeah, just because, like, you know, what was what what happened to Dak Prescott's leg? It essentially snapped in two, and you know, like, it, it takes a bit of balls to get back out there and stand there and get fallen on and getting smacked. And like, I don't know, I just reckon it's pretty impressive. Oh, very, very. And you think, look, doing an injury in any sport's always going to be hard, you know, to come back from yeah. and everything else. But NFL, especially. Um, you know, in most in most sports, you aren't going back out there and getting blokes, you know, trying to rip your head off. So, yeah, no, it was um, it was good to see him come back from that. Oh, the, there was a few coming back in week one. You had him. You had um, uh, what's his name, Burrow as well. So there are a couple. Saquon. Yeah, Saquon too. Saquon as well. Although he's been pretty yeah. quiet. Um, as we record this, it's actually 
the well, Friday Australia time. So they've had Thursday night football today, which is Washington and Giants. But um, yeah, swinging back to round to week one for a second. I don't know. I thought it was a a relatively just a kind of a boring, like a nothing real. Apart from one story, which we'll talk about in a second, nothing really happened. Like. I know this is obviously a good thing, but you see in most weeks, there's usually a couple of big name injuries, you know, that happen in the first week and, you know, guys will go down and their season's already cooked or you you might see a couple breakout rookies or something, but there wasn't. I I think for the most part, everything kind of um, of went to script and played out the way it was supposed to for the first week, except for this once, obviously, the Packers. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I... Didn't think anything. There, yes, there were a couple of real good games. Like the um, Monday night football was an absolute blockbuster between the Ravens and um, uh, Las Vegas. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, apart from that, I don't think there was anything that excited me too too much. Well, I was pretty. I thought that Kyle Murray sort of just built on. Go. Um, yeah, you were saying about Kyle Murray. Sorry, guys. There was yeah, a couple. Did, of did he finish his QB one last year? Uh I'm pretty I, sure he did. If not, he was very close. To, I had him last year. If not, he was very close to. But like he's started off red hot, and I think he's going to, you know, keep building on. You just can't lay a hand on him. And when you think you've got him, like flushed, he just he ends up just making a crazy throw or uses his legs. Like I think he's going to have a really, 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 really good season. So, like I thought that was actually quite impressive. Um, I thought that the Browns were impressive early-ish in that game versus the Chiefs. Yep. But obviously, you know, like it's pretty – like it was obviously – we probably haven't even touched on this this quickly, but like going into that Browns game, like did you hear some of the noise at at Arrowhead? Like, Oh, crazy, uh, yeah. Yeah, like I was listening to a podcast this week and the guy's a Browns fan and he went to the game and he just said like – you won't hear any, and he's been to, you know, he's a big follower of Miami University, and so he's, he's followed them around to some pretty weird games and stuff. But he, he just reckons that, like, you won't hear a stadium as loud as Arrowhead, apparently. And it feels like it's real vertical, the stadium. It reckons it feels like you're just on top of the players. I so think that's as, the case. As an opposing team to go in there and do pretty well, like, it was actually, yeah, it was a little bit impressive that with the Browns. This, you hear that a lot with the um, how they talk about how when a stadium is really vertical and um, yeah, how it makes it it just the the crowd noise is just amplified by a billion. Yeah, yeah. Like he just said, like it was so loud. He goes, if you were a player, like for the Browns trying to call a play or something, he goes, I have no idea how they could actually hear anything out there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I know he's standing in the stand, so it's probably a little bit sort of whatever, but. Yeah, so I thought, you know, that was pretty interesting. But you're right, there was, you know, quite a number of just sort of like, eh, results for the weekend. Yeah. I mean, like, there, um, and again, like, without going through, we won't bother going through all of no, them. No, but, we don't um, have to, no. Who, uh, what are we looking at? You know, yeah. like, people, like, there's, there's no reason to, like, suck off the Steelers because, like, they didn't do anything impressive. Yes, they just beat a bad Bills team. Like and I on think, the day, so that doesn't really impress me at all. Although the Bills were one that I thought would have been a lot better than what they were. Um, I just I'll, think they had a really bad day. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I did, I tipped them to be right up there this year. Um, 
But you know, like you you're looking through like Colts, Seahawks, yeah, Seahawks did what they had to there. Uh we got mm. to see um what's his name? Carson Wentz suit up for the first time yeah. as a Colt, which was good. Um mm-hmm. Texans Jags, that's a good win for the Texans who to be honest, I was expecting to do fuck all this year. But uh, I reckon that could I reckon that'll probably be one of very, very few wins for the season. Um, well, I think the I think the Jags are going to be fucking terrible. Hopeless. I've yeah. not heard one positive thing come out of like any podcast, any anything about Urban Meyer and what he's doing in Jacksonville. Apparently, everyone hates him. He's just yelling at clouds at training. Like it's, a, so, it's apparently it's just a huge shit show. So I, oh, I was going to say, oh, so I've got word. I haven't heard it on a podcast. Yeah. But apparently, yeah. have you heard the talk that they reckon he is, he's already got one foot through the door at USC? I have heard this, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. They, they reckon, um, and there was, I listened to a couple of um, just these Packers podcasts during the week and had a couple of guys on it talking, and they were saying that, yeah, they think he's, they, they go, he's pretty much got one foot already out the door and in the door at USC, and it's almost a done deal that he's, nah, it's just, it's, the college game and the um the professional game were just two completely different things mm. and mm. they're just saying it's not working at all and yeah expect him he he, be, he won't even be there you know third of the way into the season that he'll just they'll just cut ties with him and um yeah he'll be taking up the head coaching job at USC well it's just a control thing like these blokes are used to being absolute control freaks and like they they come to um, the pros, like when even when Saban like came to the pros and coached Miami and that, you know, and he's arguably the greatest um, college coach of all time, and he just had, could not control the players, and it just it's yeah, he couldn't handle it, and just you know pretty much left his his post at um, at the Dolphins and went to Alabama, and the rest is history. But like, yeah, I just don't think it's going to end well for Urban Meyer. And because you have to remember as well, as you said, these guys when they're coaching in college, they're mm-hmm. they're the coach. They're a set. I mean, forget the athletic directors and shit like that. They're mm-hmm. the coach. They're the GM. Especially the oh yeah, the big name ones. They're the coaches. They're the mm-hmm. GMs. They're the presidents. They're the owners. Mm. They're everything. So they're like the be all and end all in college. Now they come here. Not only do they have to deal with players and try to keep them happy, they've got the GMs breathing down their necks. They've yeah. got, um, you know, they've got um, the owners as well. They've got owners, like so yeah. many like outside and all these stakeholders and stuff as well that they've got to um, worry about. Uh, mm-hmm. Plus, it's like you know, it's more of a business. I know college sports are still a business as well, but this is like a different, a whole different uh, ball game. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, it's the. They don't have that level of control that they do uh, in no. college, I don't think. No, and they just like, you know, and these blokes are control freaks. Like, that's just what they feed off. It's what they need. And if they don't, they uh, by the sounds of it, they just have breakdowns. Yeah, <laughs> they I just know. can't handle it. So, like, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, I, I think that, you know, yeah, great, the Texans got the W and apologies to big Matty Crooks, but... I don't think they're going to win too many more games this year. I oh, know he's openly said, well, he's told yeah. on many occasions, you know, well, there's our one win for the year. So uh, at least we've like ticked the scoreboard over once and he's not he's not expecting many more. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't be. Did Especially if, um, you know, the uh, Mr. Uh, Touchy-Feely himself, Deshaun Watson, never get, get comes back. So, yeah, they might be in a bit of trouble. 
What um what did you get a look at at that game at all or highlights or anything? I saw fuck all. Nah, I, I saw ask, nothing. I no, not even a. I didn't even see a throw by Trevor Lawrence. To well, be that's honest. what I was going to ask. What were your thoughts on him? But well, seeing as we didn't see anything, we won't bother. Uh, uh, d- just you know, make it up. little that cheeky stat is that's the first time that Trevor Lawrence has ever lost the game of football. Yeah, well, a regular season game of football. A regular season game of yeah. football, sorry. Yes, Someone sorry. Someone was saying, nice they go, that's, that's not right. as impressive as what you think because in high school, and that, they were just beating up apparently on these. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it sounds great. It's but still like, pretty good to go. Who knows how good it is? Like six, well, six, what is it, eight years or seven years or whatever without losing a game. It's pretty decent mm. still. Mm. But um, mm. I think he'll be uh, I think he'll be leaving long. I still think he's going to be pretty good. I mean, it's just going to be, the thing is, it's like when you go to a shit team, how good can you really be early? Agreed. Like, like he's got no one to throw it to. He's got nothing yeah. going for him. Um, and nah. they're giving the keys to a young kid to control the offense from the, the jump. It's very, very rare a quarterback comes out of the gate and dominates, you know, from week one, game one, after he's just been drafted. Yeah. Yeah, like they can be impressive, but you've just got to have. It's so like we've spoken about this before with NFL, like how much you rely on everything else around you to actually succeed. So, you know, if it's just a shit show of an, and, you know, and the Jags have shown that that they're a bit of a shit show of an organization. Like there are so yeah, many moving you, parts, and you need so many things to be right, and so many mm-hmm. things are out of your control. Like yes, Trevor Lawrence exactly. controls the offense, but he can be as unbelievable on offense as he wants. If he doesn't have yeah. a good defense and they're leaking points left, right, and center, then they've got no chance of exactly. winning. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. But, you know me, I'm always a big – I always like when the rookies succeed. So I hope he does do well. What – um um yeah, so, like I said, I do as well. And I think, yeah, it'd, it'd be good to see the Jags up and about because they've been pretty crap for a while now. Um mm. You know, Chargers, Washington, not much going on there. Eagles, good win no. over the Falcons, who I think the Falcons this year are going to be horrible. Yeah, well, like, that's the sort of risk you take when you decide to make a call. And I really like Pitts as a player, right? But when you take a tight end that high, when it's a bit like what, you know how, like, the Giants took Barkley and, like, Yes, it's a nice pick. It's a flashy pick. You know, like he's a gun player. But it doesn't really fix... If the rest of your organisation is cooked, like you've really got to pick franchise players. And like they're, they're really, realistically, franchise players and quarterbacks are like an absolute stud defender, aren't they? Mm. Like, No, I agree, I running, agree. The running back, like a tight end. Like should you be taking a tight end that high? I don't know. I just feel like, you know, they obviously didn't take one of these quarterbacks. Now they're going to go with Matt Ryan for a few more years. Like, I don't know. It just sort of... It's like putting a, it's like putting a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound, isn't it? It is, John. It's a great analogy for it. Um, so, yeah, like, you, I can, you can set your organisation back a few years when you when you do stuff like this. So, yeah, I think the, the Philly just sort of beat up on a real shit Atlanta side. Yeah, and like as I said, you know, Atlanta, you take um, and you take out Julio Jones as well, and they're um, yeah, they're they're going to be in for a very long season, I think. Um, yeah, I reckon you might be right. They've got no running backs like Mike Davis can't be leading the line, like you know, come on. Um, 
pushing on like I said Steelers Bills yeah Bills yeah. lost one they probably shouldn't have and especially because they'll be fighting for that they're looking to fight for that number one seed and that potential buy so that was a pretty mm. bad L mm. loss for them but again Steelers I saw more carrying on like fuckwits dance in the rooms and stuff afterwards we all saw where that got him last year um yeah Niners Lions uh Niners got out early um Lions to their credit fought back and Made a bit it of a, was cute. It was cute, yeah, wasn't it? Cute they, fight back. They made a fist of it, but again, I don't think two teams are going to be making a lot of noise this year. Um, mm. uh, Bengals-Vikings, three-point win for the Bengals over the Vikings there. Um, yeah. Again, not really looking too much into that. Panthers-Jets, we can just scoop right over this one. Um, well, actually, no, we will cover just, you know, because obviously uh, Zach Wilson started his first NFL game. Oh, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Pretty yeah. slow first half, but Bio reports picked it up in the second half and was a little bit better. Um, so He had a couple know, of nice he... throws, a, cu- a couple of nice long throws. Like his first touchdown uh, was a bit yeah. of a decent bomb, I'm pretty sure. And yeah, yeah, I only just saw the highlights of that game. Like, didn't watch the whole thing. Um, I reckon he passes the sniff test. I reckon he yeah. does. I reckon he's... I reckon he'll be, he'll be okay. But, yeah, same, similar thing to Lawrence. The rest of the organisation is a bit of a shit show. So, and it has you been know, until years. that's sorted out, like, how good can you be as a rookie? Yeah. No, that's very true. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, as you mentioned, Chiefs-Browns, that was a bit of a bit of a humdinger. It was a good game there. Uh, it was Brown, a good game. Brown showed a bit. Chiefs just did what they had to do. Um, yep. Cards with an impressive 38-13 over the Titans. The new-look Titans mm. with a... You know, they've got the big dual threat receivers there. They've got, um, obviously, King Henry doing what he does. I still just don't trust Tannehill to... Like, I just don't see him as a uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Well, but now, this is purely... I'm ripping this completely from other podcasts, so I can't take credit for this sort of analysis. But... Everything everyone else is saying is that, you know, it seems to be that they lost Arthur Smith, their offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. um, over the offseason. So what he was big on over the last couple of years was, like, play action and, like, moving Tony Hill around a little bit, which then created the holes for King Henry and all this sort of shit. And they're, they're moving, like, apparently they did zero of it on the weekend. I didn't watch a ton of the Cardinals game. But... If they've gone and, like, taken away what actually made him successful over the last couple of years, him and King Henry, it could actually be a little bit of an issue for the whole Titans offense this year. Okay. So it could be a bit of a watch this space. And, you know, they apparently Julio was already cracking the sads a few times, throwing his hands around and all this sort of shit. So... You know, potentially, because they've been up and about the last couple of years. Did they go the, to the AFC Championship? They've been right in it. Yeah, the la- I can't remember if they did last year, but they did the year before, I'm pretty sure. Mm. So they've, so been, they've been, um, been right in the thick of it, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Have, they, they have. Oh, no, the Browns went to the AFC Championship game last year. So, yeah, um, I think they're going to struggle, and I don't know what that means for, for big Kiki Henry. Um, I know I'd passed up on him, um, but that wasn't due to that. Um but, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, it's hard to rely on Tannehill at the best of times. So there's a couple of um, interesting things to come out of for fantasy and out of that team if they do struggle. A few question marks on the Titans, you reckon? I reckon there's a couple of question marks on the Titans, John. Um, 
All right, so again, Pats Dolphins, 16-17. Yeah, that was a bit of a whatever game. Oh, what did you think of um, what's his name? Uh, from Mac the Pats. Jones. Jones, yes. Oh, serviceable. I thought he was okay. I didn't think he tried to do too much um, outrageous. Like he's going to do what you know he's was renowned for in college, which is just being a good game manager and um, you know knowing when to not. He, he's tends to not make a great deal of mistakes. So that's obviously why Bill decided to go with him over Newton. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was a decent start and they should be okay to build on that. I think, you know, let's not – the the Miami Dolphins actually have a pretty good defense. Um, So, you know, to only lose by point, not too bad. I know it was at home, so it wasn't great. But um, I think Mac Jones will end up being not too bad this year for the Pats. Um, yeah, well, again, another rookie that you obviously you reckon he's passed the sniff test as well. So I think he's passed. Yeah, I think he's passed the sniff test, John. Um, and then Giants Broncos, uh, what fourteen point win to the Broncos there. Um, Bears Rams. We saw um, Rams with yeah, our first look at Maddie Stafford in the blue and yellow. Um, yep. You obviously watched the game against your mob, and they they did you I in did. by twenty. What were your thoughts yep. on if you if you want to even elaborate on it a little bit before? Well, I think the glory days of the Bears' defense is done. Um, I think we're nothing on that team from a couple of years ago. So I'm really concerned about the fact that we spend so much money on defense, and it actually isn't that great. Um, the Red Rifle, eh, he was okay. He's not going to win us games. I don't like this wildcat that they keep trying to do. A little bit of fields here, you know, then then take him off. Like one play on, then take him off. And then 10 plays later, he comes on for another play. I know he got the, the sneaky touchdown, but um, I, like, I don't know if I can watch too many Andy Dalton games. Like it's just uh, you just you just tread water. It's boring. Like you know they're going to pull him at some stage. It's not really so must like, watch TV, is it? Nah. Like it's time to just rip the band aid off. Like I know you overcommitted and you took him and you took um, Andy Dalton, but then you know Justin Fields fell to us. Bad luck. Like Andy Dalton can hit the showers for all I really care. He did. Let's, do you know if he has one of those? Um, those clauses in his contract that they can get rid of him if they don't need him. Um, what's it called? It's called. There's a clause in the contract. Um. Uh, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, for example, I know. Um, we'll touch this in a second, but I, I know with with the Packers because. Oh, while we're here, we might as well get onto the Packers now. The Packers Saints game because mm. that was fucking atrocious. Um, yeah, it was. Everything just went wrong that game. 38-3 to the Saints over there in Tampa Bay. Obviously played at the um, Tampa Bay's venue because... No, it was in Jacksonville, John. It was Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Sorry, sorry, Jacksonville, my apologies, my apologies. Because, no, it was in Tampa Bay, man. No, it was in Jacksonville. No, it was Tampa Bay. You sure? Yeah. Uh, Packers, Saints... Does it say Jacksonville, Florida? Are you sure if it was the Tampa Bay's ground? I'm looking at it now. So that so they played at the Jaguars ground. Yes. Huh. Because of the obviously the damage from the hurricane. 
I don't think they're allowed to go back for about a month or so. Are they? Are they even going to play a home game? I'm like, not sure. I don't know how bad the damage is there, but I know the storm was pretty fucked. Well, still, do they, I don't even know if they've turned the power and all that back on. I honestly don't know, but um, they've obviously had their issues. But you yeah. know, thoughts and prayers to everyone in the Louisiana area. I've yeah been there as well. Um, it it is actually like the best part of the world. Like, I actually absolutely craved it there. Mm-hmm. Um, I nearly got stuck in a hurricane in um, New Orleans, Brian. Really, John? Would you? Is there, is there a story to this, or oh, is no, it just sort of like, it, oh, it's it was a, a bit windy? No, no, no. So, oh, well, that's what it, well, we were um, we're in New I Orleans. I do remember you texting me about this at the time. We were in New Orleans, yeah, and it was. I think uh-huh. this was like our third or fourth night there. And yep. during the day, you know, for like a few weeks, there'd been a talk of, and I'll probably get this wrong, but there was coming over the Mex, the, is it the Mexican Gulf? Um, mm-hmm. I think yeah, because there was a big cyclone, hurricane thing in Mexico, and it was coming, it was heading towards New Orleans, and so all during this, like for a couple of days leading up, all the stores were like sandbagging, you know, all their doors and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, on the afternoon of we, um, you know, all the like the weather started to look like it, it was getting a little bit shitty and everything else, and people, all the stores were closing heaps early. When you were talking mm-hmm. to some people, they were like, oh, it's, it, you know, this is going to be a pretty bad one. Others were like, oh, no, nah, I don't think this is going to be too bad. So it was real like, conflicting what, how good or bad it was going to be. There was even mm-hmm. a, um, like, those, like, the notification. It sounds weird. You, I've really only seen any movies. It's like a loudspeaker, like a PA, that just goes over the whole city and it was like, you know, like hurricane warning tonight, please stay in your door. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Like, all this sort of shit. Our hotel even um, pinned a note to all the hotel doors just being like, uh, hey, everyone, you know, as we know, there's this hurricane tonight. We advise you all um, from like three o'clock in the afternoon, please don't, um, you know, please don't leave the hotel. Try to stay inside the hotel. There will be, we'll have limited access for food, so make sure you stock up on food in your rooms. We will be running the kitchen and everything else, but depending on severity, we don't know how many orders we can get out, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. All that sort of stuff. Like, it was it was pretty full on. That's a bit concerning. I was low-key pumped because I always wanted to be in a little mini natural disaster, but, like, obviously, like, nothing bad happened to me. It'd be you cool never to want say that. You, it'd be cool to say you've survived, like, a little mini one, like a mini one, a mini one. Would it? Um, yeah, something like this, like a, a little hurricane. I reckon I could survive a hurricane. Um, <laughs> and, like, obviously, like, nothing major where it's going to be life-threatening, but, like, I reckon a hurricane would be cool to say, you know, I was in there and I survived it. But um, that afternoon, we went on a well, one of those um, those wind boat, what are they called? The, um, like, the, the propeller, like, big fat, the fan boats. We went on a fan boat um, crocodile tour thing. So, like, mm-hmm. we were actually out in the middle of the swamps, like, seeing fucking alligators, when I say crocodiles, alligators and shit. And alligators, with, yeah. like, these redneck-ass blokes operating these boats. And we're mm-hmm. just chilling. And then all of a sudden, the clouds started to get, this is probably about 3, 3.30, like, really grey. Like, I'm, I'm talking, but this happened in a split second. And a gator guy's like, oh, I think we should cut this thing short. Like, you know, this is getting pretty, this is a horrible accent. But it's like, um, yeah. he's, He's like, you know, it's getting pretty bad. We better um, go back in. And on, honestly, like, as he said that, bang, the heavens just opened up. It was fucking, like, I'm talking torrential rain like you've never seen. Like, I was, like, we were both, like, kind of, everyone was, we were crouched on, like, our knees and stuff 
on the boat with like shit over our heads because it was just pouring that much. And these boats like trying to get back to shore and it's, it's like, you know, weaving through the Everglades and all this shit. And there's fucking alligators everywhere. So all I'm thinking of- Really? Oh, and they're bad, man. And I'm like, the wind was just horrific. And I'm just thinking- this boat is going to capsize into this swamp and we're fucked. Like, these alligators are all going to just eat us dead. Um, there's pics on my Instagram of the alligators and stuff, like, coming up to the boat. It, it, like, it was pretty cool. But um, it was just fucking horrific. And because, like, we yeah, stayed out there so that. we stayed out there so long, it took us about 10, 12 minutes to get back to, like, the dock thing. And when we got back there, all the other, the other like, three boats had already come – and everyone was waiting on the dock, like, oh, you know, what happened? Why were you still out there so long? And the guy's like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to get that bad this quickly. And anyway, we got out of there. We got back on this bus thing and went back to the hotel. And it was like, it was pissing down rain. And it was windy as fuck. And I'm thinking, this is going to be crazy. Like, this is, we're on here, like here tonight. And then we went into the room. And then we're just chilling in the room for like a few hours. It was sort of like, it's got to like 6, 6.30. 637-ish, and I said to Mel, I'm like, this doesn't even look that fucking bad. Bourbon Street's, like, got bars and shit still open, and we are rent the concierge hotel, and we're like, mm. do you reckon we can go out? And he's like, yeah, you'll be fine. Like, maybe, you know, just if it starts to really pick up, get back here quickly. So I said to Mel, I'm like, fuck it. So we just went down to Bourbon Street, started sucking gas at a bar, and we said to the bar guys and stuff, we're like, what happens if this just turns and just becomes horrific all of a sudden, he goes, we just locked the door, and he's all locked in the bar for the night. I'm like, Pah, worst what? places to be. So we just had a complete normal night. We just went to, we were going from bar to bar. It was like raining pretty bad, and it was windy and stuff, but nothing, like I've seen, you know, worse wind and rain here in Melbourne, for example. Um, mm. So it was nothing. So this fucking Category 4 tornado, um, oh, sorry, um, what was it called? Hurricane that was supposed to hit, didn't even fucking hit. And we just chilled, yeah. just chilled in bars doing nothing. And so there was a five-minute story, really, to say we were in the rain and wind for a couple of hours <laughs> in New Orleans. Rain. Well, um, yeah, I mean, not the greatest story. Um, no, but that's what I'm but, saying. Like, know, it was such a nothing I'm thing. I'm glad like, you're, you're safe and well. And you survived it and you're here to tell the story. We, so. did, we didn't even get the hurricane that I was promised. So, um... Yeah, so New Orleans, great city, but fucking fuck my Packers on the weekend. But yeah, back to the game. Let's wind it back for a minute. Let's not get sidetracked. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that clause I was telling you about, like, I know, for example, um, when we signed who needs to go, Kevin King, who's hands down the worst corner in the league, um, when we signed him in the, um, in the offseason, like, this what I don't understand why we're even still playing him because he had a clause. There's a clause in his contract, like an emergency clause, where we signed him as a wide receiver, but if we draft or we pick up another, I think it was drafter, if we drafted a wide, um, sorry, a cornerback, if we drafted a cornerback to take his spot, we can just cut his, like, terminate his contract and there's no payout, there's no ramifications or anything. So we only signed him uh, on the provider okay. and then. We picked up with our first pick, Stokes, who's a cornerback out of college. So I don't understand. I've tried to wrap my head around it, listen to other podcasts, try to wrap their heads around it. I've never it. heard that. Yeah, I don't know why they're playing Kevin King. There's He's clearly not up for it. He gets, he's crap. He gets beaten more than any other corner I've seen. He mm. He's so far off it. He's obviously not going to be part of our long-term, you know, um, def- the defensive schemes or anything like that into the future. So 
we mm. can cut ties with him now. It's not going to cost the club a cent. So I don't, I don't know why we don't, and we don't just get some more, um, get some more run into Stokes and give him some snaps and let him, and let just see what he's all about. But these NFL teams always do super weird things. But yeah, I've never heard of like stuff like like that, like yeah. contracty stuff like that. I but, can't remember what exactly I mean, what the what the clause is called, but it's yeah, it's so we drafted him on the proviso. It's like if you pick up a like, say you draft a quarterback, but then you say, hey, we're gonna sorry, you sign a quarterback, but you say, hey, look, we're signing you, but if we draft a quarterback in the first round or second round that we're happy with, we can just cut your contract. Mm. You know what I mean? Imagine, why would you ever sign that contract as a player well, unless if you're, you're absolutely desperate? That's what I mean. If you're a desperate player that no one else is looking at, you're like, fuck it, I might as well do it. Maybe prove something in, um, sort of back themselves in and try to put in a really good preseason to try to win that spot. Um, yeah, but, I don't know. There must be a huge payout if they get, like, delisted, though, as well. No, 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 no. So he gets yeah. nothing. We can cut him when it doesn't cost us a dollar. Oh, what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it makes no sense that we're still keeping him on because some people might, looking on the outside, and if you didn't know this, you'd say, oh, yeah, look, Green Bay are only paying him because they gave him a bag in the off-season. Mm, but it's mm. like, no, nah, we can cut him and save all that money. Like, we don't have to pay him anything. So that's what I mean. It just blows my mind why he's still playing because he's so far off it. But um, yeah, right. yeah, our offensive uh, defense coordinator, I... Uh, Joe Barry, I don't know why Barry or Barry, I can't even know. I'm I wasn't happy with that signing at all. Like he he was the one he was the defensive coordinator when Detroit had that what was it, the Owen sixteen or the one and oh, sixteen that's season. Right. He yeah, was there. Yeah, yeah. He had a couple of horrible years at Washington as well. His overall yeah. record is atrocious. I don't know why anybody's given him a game, yet we've picked him up. And we don't have a fantastic defense. I think there's, yeah. we have an okay defense um, that has potential to be good. Like we've got, I think the one of the you know two best corners in the league in Jair Alexander. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just I don't know. I I just don't think he was the right man for the job in Green Bay. Like I just don't think he's the right man for the job anywhere. And I was pretty filthy that we got him to be honest. Yeah, it sort of doesn't. Well, I mean. Week one obviously doesn't make it look any better, but um, yeah, it doesn't sound like the greatest of hiring. But I think we've also, I don't know if we've touched on this in the podcast, but you know, it's probably something for another day. But there, there's always these weird hirings in the NFL, and like it's obviously just rich white dudes hiring like other, other friends of friends oh, or something. Like it's and all I a bit think weird. That has to be what the case is here somewhere, or he's yeah, got news yeah. of Matt Lafleur or something because. Yeah, I don't know why he fucking gave him the gig. Nah. So anyway, just to so I'm sure people are probably getting bored by our in-depth discussion on offensive coordinators. But like, what do we think happened with Rogers? Just quickly, do you, is it just a blip, and he'll be okay this week? Or I like, think, what do you actually? I think, think? we will. Um, look, I'll be honest. I all that off-season stuff. I think that yeah. does have something to do with it. The fact that and yes, he doesn't usually do much work in the off-season. I don't necessarily think that Rogers was un- underprepared. I still think he's still a professional at the end of the day. Yeah, I know he mm-hmm. threw two picks. He never throws picks. But I still think he would have prepared for the game well. Um, mm-hmm. I just think the they just... I don't know. I Green Bay have never been a good team, in my opinion, when we've had high expectations on ourselves. We've seen that in the last two years, how we've we've made it to the, um, the NFC Championship and we've shut the bed both years. 
Um, yep. Last year's was really bad when we were the favourite playing at, um, at Lambeau Field as well. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I just think we're not a team that plays great when we've got expectations. I do think sure. the Rogers off-season shit had a little bit to do with it. Um, mm-hmm. Also, all this crap that, you know, um, it's the last dance, you know, him and Devonta Adams with all that last dance bullshit as yeah, well. Yeah, it's rubbish. Um, that was crap. Like, so I just think we're bringing a lot of, we just want a lot of unwar- unwanted, unnecessary, or un- unnecessary unwarranted, neg- yeah, um, I think, yeah. Unwarranted? We'll yeah, I think unwarranted will do. No, no, unwarranted means you didn't deserve it, but we do deserve oh, then it. Unnecessary, unnecessary, unnecessary um, negative attention to ourselves. Like you know, yeah. Rogers kind of come out and made all these claims. It's like, okay, you're the reigning MVP. You've made all these big claims about the last dance, and you know you've you've kicked up your stink and everything else. Now go out there mm. and show us. And he didn't come close to showing us uh, on yeah. the weekend. So I just think we need a like. It's not. It's not panic stations yet. Like, as ridiculous as this sounds, but this loss could ultimately fuck up us getting the number one seed in the, um, you know, in the NFC, which, again, it's going to take us up to week one. But essentially, all we need to do is win. Um, we just need to win the our division. Now, we've got the Bears, obviously, you say, um, being you guys, the Vikings and the Lions. It's a pretty weak division this year. So I think mm. we'll we should easily be able to win the division and that will get us the playoff spot. So in yeah. my opinion, and again, this sounds a bit stupid, but this next 16, 17 weeks, I think it should just be a build-up and working towards playoffs and thinking mm-hmm. what we need to do in the playoffs. Because we will get there. We will make the playoffs because we'll get that number one seed. So and then we'll we'll probably get a home final the first week and then we'll be on the road. But we'll have to I think we play the next 16 weeks as if we're preparing for the first week of playoffs. And yep. again, and just, it's not panic stations yet, but yeah, I just think all this... It's talk not far of, off. Talk, yeah, but I just think all, all this talk to talk and all this bullshit carry on in the off-season, now they've got mm-hmm. to back it up. And there's a big game against the Lions this week, Monday Night Football, so all eyes are going to be on them. So, yep. yeah, they're going to need to do something to... Uh, Surely you'll beat the fucking Lions. We sh- look, we should. I don't think it'll be... Imagine a- if you don't. I don't think it'll be a big smashing. I think we'll win like, uh, like nine, ten points thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I just, for some reason I just don't see us belting. You know, Jamal Williams is coming back into Lambeau, so he'll be, you know, keen to... Revenge game. He'll be keen Revenge to show game. out there. Yeah, they've got... um. The Lions have got, what's his name now? Um, Jared Goff slinging the pill around. So, yeah. look, they haven't got a great team. They haven't really got great receivers. Um, you know, their corners aren't great. Like, I don't think they've got a lot of offensive weapons either. So, this would be a good game for our defense to get on top of them a little bit and get a bit of confidence mm. into the defense. And then Rogers has to just show out. Um, like I said, put his money where his mouth is a little bit. And, um, yeah, just see how we go and sort of start this week and just build up from here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, it's going to be interesting. I hope it is a blip. I've obviously got him in fantasy, so I would like for him to, um, yeah, to lift. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Pressure's on him this year, that's for sure. Absolutely. And coming off the MVP season as well, all eyes will be firmly glued on number 12 in the green and yellow. Yes. Well, he looked look like he aged horribly over the off-season, by the way. Yo, you're just thinking about that press conference photo where yeah, he's got... Yeah, it's like, so good. It's so good. There's nothing better than just, like, one screenshot that sort of makes, like, 
bikes look really bad or really good. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you, you did drop the F word there, Brian, and that's what we're all here for. Fantasy, of course. Another season... Oh, fuck. We've been talking for an hour and we're not even on to fantasy yet, like, for fuck's sake. Are we... Are we, are we even allowed to call our league the Hain Cup anymore now, now that he's, like, a... Convicted? Oh! Yeah. He's a convicted what? Not pedo. Is it rapist or a indecent toucher or something? Fuck, that is actually... No, he's a rapist. That is actually... Allegedly, um, allegedly, 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 allegedly. Allegedly, he's a... Well, he's, well, actually, he's, he's, he's been convicted. He's not convicted. Has he? When does he's, he been, he's, he's in jail. Is he I'm, I'm going to Google. Is he already in the pen? I thought he was in the pen. I don't... Is he... He was found guilty of two counts of aggravated sexual assault yeah. of a woman at a home in Newcastle. 2018. So, um, yeah, now he's in prison. That's it. How? What did Hello. he get? He got a few years, didn't he? Uh, I'm looking at that now. Um, so please just. Um, uh, sentenced to five years and nine months. Yeah, there you go. Fuck. So he's doing. That's a lot of time in the in the pen. So. You know, naming it the Hane Cup's probably problematic. Um, we might need to look to change the name. I didn't even... I completely forgot that he went and... Well, I knew that he'd done the crime, but I... Yeah. So All right, no, well, we might have to change that. Yeah. We'll have to um, We'll have to get brainstorming with the boys this week. Or maybe our listeners can drop a, drop a name suggestion in the comments. Obviously not the Deshaun Watson Cup, but... Uh, we we'll have to get something. We we'll have to get something a bit more. Bit maybe more something wholesome. Maybe something. Um, you know. What maybe is something nice, especially when we are doing a podcast about it. I think it's important that we keep it wholesome. We should. We should. We should. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we obviously had our draft last week. Week one's already in the books. Um, mm. I don't know if you've got the games in front of you there. I just I can't bring them up on my phone because it'll fuck my recording. I'll, I'll bring them up. You know, we obviously don't have to go into them. In nah. a great deal of depth, but I'm happy to just sort of click on them and discuss them quickly. You can say, you know, whatever. Um, I obviously I played l- Pato first yep. up. Um, I did really poorly. Uh, Zeke Elliott gave me nothing. I think he's going to bounce back over the next few weeks, so that's fine. But, yeah, essentially Pato doubled my score. So, you know, it was a genuine thrashing, which obviously isn't great for the old points for and points against. So... Um, you know, but with Rogers only scoring three, Zeke only scoring four, you're never really going to win too many games. So hopefully he bounces back for me this week. Both those fellas do, actually. Um, Yeah, the Gunslingers ding it off to a great start. I think you got one of the lower scores in the league as well for this week. So like you said, that's not going to be, that's not going to uh, bode well for the four against come towards the end of the year. I actually outscored you and you won. Yeah, so, I think um, everyone outscored me except for um, Saquon. What's Crooks' team called again? Um, I'm looking at it now. It's Saquon to no one. He told me why it's called that. It's a song like, see. No, no it, ta- it takes one to no one. It, that. That's what it was, yeah. Sorry, it takes one to know one. Saquon to know one. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so, well, we, we might as well get it to my game now. I was horrible. Yeah, but, we'll go to your game, yeah. But even though I scored, like, a horribly low score, me and Crooks' game was a dead set fucking barn burner, wasn't it, Brian? 
Apps like well, came down to the John. last game of the year. This, came down to the last game of the week, and then Crooks hit the lead. Then I hit the lead. Then there was a fumble. Then I hit the lead, and then Crooks got the lead on a uh, 28, 29 yard run from Jackson. Then I hit the lead. Yeah. Then I was about to win, but then it went to overtime. Then Crooks had a chance, and mate, the thing was, I was watching that game on. Is it tenterhooks? Is that the saying when you watch? I was yeah, on it's close enough. Yeah, yeah, I was watching the game on tenterhooks, Brian. It was fucking. It was close. Like, it was a yeah. Got the old heart pump and going a bit nuts there towards the dying stages. You, and you did take it easy with your heart. Yeah, John. I watch but, one, yeah. Um, the thing is, the fantasy always throws these ones up where, you know, they're not the best sort of games or whatever. And, you know, they always seem to just sneak into the fourth quarter of the last game on Monday night. And, and I'm always in like, them. I'm always in them. Yeah, and it always comes down to a field goal. Then a bloke gets his field goal. Then someone else either gets one more catch or goes for five yards or, like, it's just but, – no, I don't know how fantasy just keeps producing these sort of tight contests. But, like, it, it's always, like, a nothing thing. Like, on the yeah. weekend's game, you know, I won the game. Like, it was over – Like. Tucker kicked the field goal with like a minute to go. The Raiders weirdly mm-hmm. march it down the field. And then the game mm-hmm. was going to be over because he throws it. He had, Raiders, look, well, they scored a touchdown, which should have been over. But then they ruled him, um, I think it was Jacobs, they ruled him like half a yard short. So I'm like, fuck, all the, their first and inches, all they've got to do is just fall over the goal line. They score a touchdown and they win. They fucked it. Yeah. Then there was a five-yard penalty. Yeah. Then fucking yeah. Carr throws interception off the guy's helmet. So I'm like, fuck, they're giving Crooks a chance because J- he had Jackson. Then I'm like, all Jackson needs to do is just score and then he's going to win. And it was just, oh, it was doing my head in. Like, it was fucking so intense watching that game. Just things that literally never happen all just happen mm. all of a sudden. Mm. Yeah, and it does. And it comes in a rush, like, as well, like, like you said. Like, but it just... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it just always throws up these things and, like, you know, either you or the, your opponent has, like like I said, a field goal and then the field goal goes through and then, yeah, like, I don't know, it's what makes it good because you're texting me saying he's I've lost and then fucking then, oh, shit, fumble, and then, like, it's just ridiculous, it's, <laughs> isn't it's, it? It's crazy to watch. It's fun when you get um, on the on the um, the positive side of that, I guess, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard when you're watching it there live. But um, no, that's yeah. good. Like I said, I did. Oh fuck, barely did enough to get over the line, but I got over the line. So it's always good to. Well, a win's a win, John. So wins a win. That's very true. That. Um, I see John O'Candy obviously with the number one kick. Wheeler was the first victim to get McCaffed this year. Oh, I saw that. I've seen this. This is his thing. This is what he's going with. The McCaffed. You've been McCaffed. The McCaffed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Will, that was a very good game. Like, both teams put up a pretty high score. They'll be two of the better teams yeah. to watch this year. Will always does seem to be a bit stiff, doesn't he? Like, he always seems to put up scores and lose. So, yeah. I mean, to say I feel sorry for him, I won't go that far. But, like, yeah, I think I even got a cheeky text from him at some stage saying he wanted to change the... <laughs> the way the ladder works. But I said, no, nah, mate, wins a king in this league, so he's win fil- more games. He's filthy. I mean, he's brought up a few times with some snarky comments and remarks in the league and in some chats. He's yeah. filthy that I get a win with that horrible yeah. score. when yeah, he, it's he, so good. He it's doubled another it. thing that just makes fantasy football so good that you can win with, you know, whatever you scored, 75, and he loses, you know, 50 points more. It's yeah. so good. So good. Um. 
But look, they will be two of the better teams, uh, two teams to look at this year. Yeah, Candy's got a good squad, as much as it pains me to say. But um, yeah, I, I think I think those two, you know, on very early indications, are going to be up there. Fuck, is that rain's pissing down all of a sudden? Is it? It's like New Orleans all over again. Um, I'm de- de- <laughs> Yeah, I was going to do a warning sign. I was going to do a warning signal. Warning. All, uh, I was going to say housemates back. I was going to say warning. All housemates into the diary room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but that is the fucking gods. Coming down in... Coming down in spades? What is it? No, that's not the same. Coming, coming down like cats and coming dogs. Coming down like cats and dogs. raining cats and dogs. Um, what the hell did that... Who the hell said that oh, one? Like, horrible. It's raining cats and dogs. Horrible, horrible saying. Horrible saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, do you want to go through a couple of the other games? I think Rick... Oh, got... yes. Yeah, so I'm just looking at the teacher versus the bye. Obviously, you know, I think we've spoken about it on this podcast a few times. And if not, I'm going to bring it up again. I really don't think that arrogance suits the teacher. I know he tries to play this sort of like... He's... Yeah. yeah it's... It, the whole gimmick's becoming quite annoying. Look, I think he, and, got, a, he, he got a pass last year because he was the reigning yeah. champ. But then yeah. he was humbled last season and yeah. he's still running with his little gimmick. So, look, who knows? Maybe... Yeah, it's his it way might be a to... regional thing. Like, I know he lives down, lives down in regional. He's on a bit of squid these days. Like, I know, you know, maybe it's maybe it's a bit of that. Maybe you know, he's got some friends who, you know, potentially were on some you know form of the Olympic coverage. So <laughs> I don't know. I just reckon it's all gone to his head a little bit. A lot of money in the bank. Maybe you should fucking shell some of that out and get some decent internet. Were you were you talking to him on draft night? It was impossible to hear what was going on. It's it's honestly like a the twenty eight k modem was it twenty eight k from like nineteen ninety five. Like he, I reckon that was quicker than what Moriac got. Oh, he buffers, he drops in and out. He's like pixelated. It's like he's trying to. (laughs) His screen looks like he's fucking recording it through a calculator or something. The it's, thing is, this boat tells me that, like, during the day, he's doing multi-million dollar deals with folks, and his internet's crisp as, yet when he joins in with, like, 11 other idiots to do an Australian fantasy football thing, he can't even get shit. a word in. I think he needs to, um, well, he's an, he's an Australian-ranked, he's an Australian-ranked <laughs> tennis player now. He's got an Australian tennis ranking, so... Maybe just put the racket down a bit, mate, and uh, focus a bit more. <laughs> I heard he got himself in a little bit of trouble the other week, actually. I heard he might have. Um, look, I hope there's none of our you know friends in blue out there listening into this. But you know, obviously, thank you for your service as well. We'll just preface but, um, all this with allegedly. By the way, allegedly, allegedly, the teacher was caught. You know, a couple of forehands. On a on a local tennis court during lockdown, and um, oh, no. another resident wasn't too pleased with it. Oh no, breaking um breaking COVID restrictions was he? Breaking, yeah. Apparently, he was you know trying to get some te- some practice into, you know, because they're obviously out and about now. They're allowed to do a few more things, and um, he just wanted to you know maintain his form so he could keep his ranking. Trying to work uh, on that serve volley. Yeah, just I don't even know. He might have. Had his young fella out there hitting some balls at him, but um, okay, yeah, one of one of Geelong's finest wasn't too impressed that he was out there breaking the law. 
we'll have to get him um we'll have to get him as well as a lot of the other blokes on nah, this we're not gonna try and get him on because I'm telling you it'll be like yeah so teacher what do you think of that eh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh dear uh, so yeah no, he might be coming on the pod hopefully we can do a live in studio we can get him down here into Melbourne one time and um yeah um yeah, so hopefully get him on and have a chat to him live in the studio. Um, who else? So who else did we had? We had um, Goodfellas. Hello. Are you there? Oh no, if we dropped out. Are you there? Sorry guys, some more technical difficulties. So our lines just dropped out to all you viewers there. This would be a good time to shoot to the ads. Um or we try to get Brian back on the line. Did you just, like, what happened there? Sorry, Brian, we just dropped out, but we're back live on the air now. We're back live on the air. Well, that couldn't have happened better than I was bagging a bloke about his poor internet <laughs> connection, and then we just, we just had some technique. Maybe it's because of the, the hurricane outside. It is. It's this fucking, yeah, the cat's upstairs. She's all rattled. It's um, <laughs> it's not great. Um, anyway, we'll stop bagging the, the teacher, and we'll, we'll push on. Um, but yeah, he obviously knocked off the bye. Tommy Wimborne actually almost scored a hundred points, which would have been the first <laughs> time in almost about four years. Um, so yeah, look. Although Rockets just lot are lost. Um, is it Mostert? Is that what it is? That yeah, you say? I say Mostert. Yeah, yeah. So he's obviously lost him for the year. Um, that's going to hurt his running back stocks. Um, there was a, another bloke in the league who was clearly drunk when he was um, doing his waivers, picked up his replacement. But 66 we'll, clams on, on him, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, that was a you know, decent game. Good to see Tom score some points. But, um, you know, I'm not too concerned with the teacher's team this year. It's a bit bit sort of meh. Like, he's got Tannehill as his quarterback and a few other bits and pieces. So, yeah, I can't see him doing too much damage. This, um, yeah... Um, on with you, and I think look because like this because this episode is getting a bit long in the tooth now. I think it is very no, long, no, John. We'll still go through and have a look at a couple of these other teams, but um, we, I think maybe we'll next one week, more game actually. I think we next week, we, well, I was going to say, I think maybe for next week we might even try to get a because we've got a couple of local guests that we might be able to wrangle. Um, that we might be able to wrangle out uh, who live in the area now that we can do a live podcast with. And we'll see. We can't if we can... do that yet, John. The restrictions don't allow, but that's fine. The two can go outside together. Two people, yes. Yeah, and then we might get the third on the line. So we'll we'll see how we go. But maybe we um uh, over the next couple of weeks, I think we'll try to go into some of the teams in a bit more depth and you know talk about the guys in the league, what's happening with the guys in the league this year as well, and um we'll maybe just cut back on the NFL chat a little bit. So well, that and maybe the hurricane chat. We could probably just yeah. Uh, there was ten minutes of uh, a ten minute story that probably maybe, didn't need to be maybe told. Maybe just keep it to it. Maybe just keep it to a tight ten. You know, <laughs> um, and there will be a lot that we'll need. There will be a tight ten. There will be a lot that we'll need to um discuss with you too in terms of obviously last year's punishments. Oh, punishments. Year, yeah, we've still year. got a bit to go. Obviously, yeah. Like with all the restrictions and everything gotten coming on. Oh, you know, I've got a couple of options for Tom to do, so we're just going to have to um, sort that out over There'll the next be a bit more, weeks. yeah. Like I said, we'll try, to, we'll try to maybe keep the NFL chat to a minimum unless anything crazy happens and do a bit more yep. a bit more league chat and a bit more banter for you yep. guys as well. 
Um, Maybe some pop culture for all those people that like, you know, a couple of those other topics we touched on last year. Well, that's the thing. I mean, and like even with tonight's podcast, we only decided last minute that we're going to put this one out. So we haven't prepared for this at all. We'll also get, you know, the dumpster back and... The rising stars, maybe a, few, maybe a few, maybe a few other uh, little segments this year, but um, we promise next week will be a lot better prepared for than yeah. this one here. Um, yeah. So yeah, and the last game was uh, Slickman. It was the brothers, the brothers, the brothers comp. Wait, who did Ricky play? Did we go through that game? Oh no, shit! We got two games then. Mm. Okay. So oh, uh, go either or go. We can go the Foo Cup, or you can go... Yeah, I've got the Foo Cup up in front of me, so we may as well go into that. Um, Geordie always seems to do really well, Geordie. He always goes gets, under the radar. Always gets a very good draft pick, Geordie. He's always Does. in the top two or three. Well, he's not, but he just drafts really well. He I does. He I think he does a lot more research than what he says. Yeah, he's big football... Like, I think he's a bit of a football nerd. Like he knows a lot what's going on. Big numbers guy. Big as well. number, huge Big numbers, numbers guy. guy. Huge numbers guy. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I think I reckon he would have spent you know a few bottles of red and a couple of long nights sort of you know diving into you know some pre-draft stuff. And he, you know when you look at his team, I mean he pretty much hit on all his plays in week one, which is what you want to just have a nice start. So, you know, it was um, an impressive win over the homies. I think they're still called the homies. Nah, the, the chompers and the homies. The chompers, yeah, the chompers and the homies. I don't, do you understand the reference to chompers there? or I know chompers is obviously um, Tony, Tony Jones. Jones, but I don't know what that's got to yeah. do with. And the home and while is that, because, know, is that because he's got Julio Jones? Maybe? Oh yeah, that that would be what it is then. Humorous. Yeah. Look, that's okay. I'll let it slide. You know, I don't mind a, a sort of a goofy team name. Um, I'll, I'll try not to pick on Rhino too much this year. Um, you know, I think he's still got a decent side. He's taken a couple of swings at Kyle Pitts, and um, you know, he's gone for C. E-H again, so, um, but I think he's got the makings of a decent team this year. He loves C-E-H, doesn't he? Loves it. I, I don't know why. I think why. it's because we gave him so much grief for it last year, he still wants to prove us wrong. Yeah, it's, it, it, I, yeah, I just, I just don't think he's, he's, he's just not going to be good. Like, you can try to look at these upsides and all this kind of stuff, but the fact of the matter is, He's already playing in an electric offense, and he's not doing anything. So, mm. I mean, you can put you can put chicken shit in a chicken salad. It's not going to taste good, is it? So, he's. I just don't think. Yeah, you can try to you know talk him up and all this kind of stuff, but I just don't think he's going to be that good a player. Yeah, it's sort of a hard one. Oh, I, he's not Kareem Hunt. Put it that way. That's right. Exactly Andy right. Reed exactly really right. liked. To use the, you know, and Kareem Hunt had that unbelievable year. But, yeah, it's just, I think he's okay, but I just don't think, like, he's always going to get, you know, anywhere from, let's say, 7 to 11 points a game. But, yeah, he's never really going to get you sort of 20, 24, 25. You know, he might do that this fucking week. But Yeah, yeah of course he will because he's think, fucking playing me. Exactly. So he's going to smack you this week. But, yeah, you're right. They just throw the ball in. So I don't know how, like, besides Kelsey, like, they just always, and Tyreek Hill, but, 
you know, some of these, like we drafted Hardman in a few other leagues. I think I've already dropped him in this league. Like it's just, they seem to just still put up points and not be massive across the board. I don't know. Mm. Always an interesting team, the Chiefs. But yeah, back to this game. Um, I think Geordie's going to be there when the whips are cracking at the end of the year. So do I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We seem to have this conversation every year, don't we? We do, yeah. Geordie's always on the tip of my tongue when it comes when when the whips are cracking at the end. Just been unlucky um, towards the end of the year. And then the last game we had Rick, who's Goodfellas this year. I don't know why he's Goodfellas. Do you know? Um, I will go through his team and try and work it out. But... I have no idea. I'm sure it's probably something super, um, yeah, but I don't know. No idea. And he got a no. win over... Um, Sammy. Sammy's. Yeah, who, Sammy's got a pretty good team. It's just, you know, Ridley didn't do much. Evans was terrible. Um, Harris was meh. Kelsey was obviously excellent. And then sort of whatever. But, yeah, I think Ricky's got a decent team as well who... In some weeks, like he obviously put up 141, um, and he's got some points on the, the. No, he doesn't have any points on the bench, but he's got some players on the bench who, you know, like he had CJ McKissick this week, um, do all right. So I think Ricky's drafted pretty good. So it's going to be interesting to see how his team goes this year. But it helps when Hill scores 31, from and Kyler Murray scores 35 or whatever it is. So yeah, from a tough from a tough draft spot as well. The second year in a row, he's at the last pick in the draft. Mm, number number 12, yeah, stiff. But no, you seem to have done all right, so good work, Dickie. Well, um, yeah, at, as we said, we'll, we'll, we'll have a look at a few of these teams. We can maybe go back if we want to talk about draft night a little bit. Probably mm-hmm. won't. Mm-hmm. But um, it'd be good to have a look at these teams, talk about the owners, talk about what we're expecting this year, go through some predictions yep. and all that kind of stuff in the next couple, uh, mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks. Um, yep. As we said, maybe get a couple of guests on as well. You know, and we'll just go through some of the things with the league, like some of the prop bets that are going to be happening again this year, who the current leaders are for them, um, mm. as well as the you know the punishment for last and all that kind of stuff. So, look, yeah, I, like think I know I've got a, I've still got a punishment to do from last year. So once the the marathons open back up and just yeah, we I know like it's easy for me to say we've got to hold blokes accountable to punishments when I haven't done one, but you know it is good you know because I think there's a is there a prop bet for this week already on? I think there is uh, the um Crooks and Ricky the loser. It's got some religious undertones going to church or something with it. So we'll um yeah, right. we'll be able to dive into that one and yeah see if that one's paid out by the time we do this podcast next week. Well, my money's on Ricky actually doing it. I don't know if Big Matty Crooks will go to church and do it. Oh, I reckon Ricky will win and Crooks will take ages to do it. Like Like, two to three years. Yeah, we'll just keep putting it off, 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 putting it off. I'm waiting to go to Notre Dame in in Paris. That's where I'm going to Or he'll drop there. I'm doing it when Tom does his punishment. I guarantee that's what he's saying. Rick will actually pop up. Rick will look forward to doing it. He's a bit of a sicko yeah. with this kind of stuff. Rick, yeah, he'll actually confess to a lot more things than what probably were in the actual <laughs> bet. We'll have, to, um, we'll have to get the... Maybe whoever loses that bet, we'll have to get on the week after they do it so they can talk us through how it was. Well, obviously, we'd like the vision for our socials. Yeah, absolutely, well. absolutely would, absolutely would. And we'll try to... 
update the socials and get them a bit more, a bit more interactive this year. Maybe do you know how you can do the, um, like the polls and stuff in the stories. We'll do some polls in the stories. It'll you be know, um, maybe ask some questions. Ask some questions. Absolutely, absolutely, Brian. It should be good. Yeah. Now, well, it's nice to be back, John. It is. It is. It was good to get this first one. At, obviously, a week later than what we would have liked, but it's good to get one out of the way early. And yeah. um, yeah. I think it's been a successful episode and only onwards and it's, upwards from here. It's probably been a little bit longer than that half an hour that we said we were going to do yeah, it stage, but that's okay. It never happens, does it? No, we always waffle on. <clears throat> on that note, I just spilt fucking water yeah, all I over the tell. couch and all I over. Yeah, I could tell. You got a bit sidetracked. You didn't normally do tail off towards the end of the episode. Yeah, I'm going to be restless. Fuck, the couch is soaked <laughs> now. I'm covered in water. Fucking hell. <laughs> You're a shambles. Well, on that note, do we want to, um, we'll, we'll sign off for the week. this one, Brian, as you would say? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, firstly, I'd just like to say stay, stay safe out there, guys. I know it's, you know, a bit of a hard time going on in Melbourne, but, you know, the punt returners, you got your back, and hopefully we can put a smile on your dial throughout these next um, 16, 17 plus, weeks. plus playoffs. So, you know, and as we always say on the punt returners, why call for a fair catch when you can run it back for a touchdown? See you next week. I missed that one. See you next oh. week. No, 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 no. I meant I missed it as in like, I missed you saying it. It's a good little say. <laughs> I didn't stop the audio. It's all there. <laughs> Cut to the music. <laughs> <laughs>